you arrive uh, in heaven, that you are going, going to understand things much more than you do now. I believe that. Well, that gives me another glimpse into something that is the will of God in the earth. Greater understanding. What will I experience in heaven? I think my relationship with the Father, my relationship with the Savior is going to go leaps and bounds forward as we have conversation face to face. As we, So what do I think He wants for us in the earth? That, that very thing. That very thing. Will I experience His glory in the, in the throne of God? Well, yes. And, and see, you can see a lot of these things. They were, they were experienced by Jesus and through Him in, on the earth. So when He said, pray, Father, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, I bet the disciples were going, yeah, cool, yeah, we want the will of God. I think probably Jesus had a deeper understanding of what that meant. You know what I'm saying? If, how, how, can, I, how can I say this? If uh, Pastor Bill starts talking about golf, which he has a problem with, you know. <laughs> uh, if he starts talking about different irons and different holes and different approach layup shots and, and all this kind of stuff and different balls and what they do and all, all these things, while he's talking about it, he sees it. He may even feel it. <laughs> Someone who doesn't know that sport or hasn't played golf, they don't as he's talking, they hear the words and they're trying to imagine, but there's no way they see it like he does, right? If I, you know, I can talk to you about some things that I do, like flying airplanes, and I, I could explain some things, and, and many people who haven't done that, they'd be grasping for what that looks like, whereas I'm feeling the altitude, and, you know, I'm feeling the, the wind, and I'm feeling some different changes. I just, it's a whole other level. So when Jesus was saying, uh, pray that the Father's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, what is going off in his experience? It's all that he knows, and he didn't know everything at that point because he was functioning as a man, but he knew a lot, <laughs> and he had experiences with the Father growing up. And, and so when he says the Father's will, I believe it's, he, he, he knows some things there, and he's thinking, this, that. And it's amazing, right? And so what can we do? Well, we can use our imagination based on Scripture, based on what the Lord has shown us, so we can say the same words, but let them mean more. And you can take your own experience, if it's a God experience, not just any old, but any God experience, and you say, Father, I want your will to be done in, in, in this service. I want your will to be done in my life. And you feel it a little bit. Your emotions get attached to it. You're, and you start seeing God move. And someone else might say, yeah, God's will, cool, woo. And you're going, no, you don't, I don't think you get that. 
Do you know what he really wants? You, you remember like when Jesus, the one day, took two of his or three of his disciples, Peter, James, John, up to the Mount of Transfiguration, and, and he lit up like white, and the glory of God came down, and that big, big experience? Well, what is that? That's heaven. W watch, what is that? The will of God in heaven being done on the earth. I think it's entirely possible when Jesus said, pray the Father's will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, that that was part of the thing in his mind. I know what heaven's like. I know, I know this is kind of the atmosphere there. This is what he likes to do. The glory comes down and people get wobbly. So instead of us seeking, I'm seeking the Lord's will, I'm praying God's will would be done on earth, and it's just kind of this nebulous, you never know. Because a lot of people approach the Father that way, don't they? The will of God's a mystery. The will of God is hard to find out. Well, slow down. I bet every one of us know His will to a degree. And so we start seeing that the will of God be done. Oh, yeah. What do you think worship's like in heaven? Think anyone's bored? <laughs> I bet it's pretty powerful. I bet God's all over it. And I bet, uh, I bet the people doing the worshiping are like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. Huh? Now, what's the will of the, what's the, will of the Father? That that would be done when we get to heaven. No, no, on earth as. Just like it happens there, what's the will of God for worship in heaven? Oh, it's a good service. <laughs> Do you think we'll learn anything in heaven? I may have already said that, but we're going to learn. Oh, I tell you, Revelation's going to go through the roof. We're going to oh, wow, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. Wow, look, I never imagined that. What's the will of God on earth? revelation of him we have no no scripture that says you can't know any of this stuff until you get there huh no we're supposed to be knowing it here amen what's the will of God in heaven oh the full power and wisdom and knowledge of God is utilized to its maximum Nothing is left unsaid or undone. Nothing is left unexposed or unexpressed. It is an open place of God's love and grace and power. And there is no hindrance. And there is nothing that stands in the way. And the glory of God will dazzle us. And for, for thousands of years we'll say, hey, did you see this? No, I haven't seen that yet. Come look. And I tell you, uh, it doesn't have to all be saved until then. Otherwise, he wouldn't have said, pray that it would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ha-ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. What can you imagine the Lord wants to do in, in heaven? <laughs> now when we say, Lord, let it be done on the earth, your will, your way, your plan, oh, your purposes be established. Your love be known and experienced. This relationship we have with you, let it go to its highest heights. Let it go to its deepest depths. Let it be all that it can be. 
that your glory be experienced and known and realized by all. Hey, hey, there's no one in heaven missing out. There's not some members of the church in heaven. There's not lesser members of the body, and they don't get to experience the Lord. They don't get to know Him. No, 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 no. We can all be caught up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> I'm having fun already. Uh, and I only heard like one note, and I think it was accidental. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, so what's going on? Heaven's visiting us. The, the will of God in heaven is, is happening in our service here tonight. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ha, <laughs> Do you think we'll be aware in heaven of God's holiness to another degree? Think we'll stand in awe of him and not be going like, you're holy, you're holy. Uh, okay, you're good. <laughs> think we might even at times get lost for a couple of years? You know, we don't know what time's really like, but you know, we're... Hey, 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 Pastor Doug, where you been? Uh, I was at the throne the last five years. <laughs> Did you have a good time? Yeah, went by just like that, you know. Huh? We'll be aware of him. Aware. What does he want us to be here? Aware of him. I think it can go from our current level, current level of God's will on earth to way up here, God's will, more of God, more of God, more of God's will being done on earth, on earth, on earth. Let's stop putting it all off. Let's stop imagining it for someday. Yeah? We like to do that. I do that sometimes. I imagine what it will be. But then I know that he wants his will done here. Here. So let's milk it. Let's maximize it. Let's let our imagination run biblically wild. <laughs> right let's let let's let our our, our faith have some ha, have some stirring about the very glory of god in our lives his power full, fully utilized amen praise god thank you lord hallelujah amen i'm good just standing here for a while so I'm going to turn it over to them and I think a minute, but I don't know. <laughs> Amen. Father, thank you for working in our service today. Thank you for your, your presence and your power and your glory and your might, your wisdom and your strength. Thank you for all that you are. Thank you for the fullness of you. The fullness, fullness, fullness. Father, take us up to a higher level today. Take us into a place of greater understanding. Take us into a place where we fully, uh, we fully realize and fully utilize your power and glory. Father, may it not be limited any longer. May it not be held back anymore. But let us walk in your very power. Let us, let us experience it more and more, and more, and more. Your will, Father, be done on earth. Your will concerning the knowledge of you and your wisdom and power and might. 
Your will concerning your glory manifests in and around and among us tonight. Your will be done. Father, we seek it. We want it more than anything else. Your will be done on earth, in our lives, in this house right now, as it is in heaven. <laughs> Not as it is in our past. Not as it is in someone else's life or someone else's book or someone else's story. As it is in heaven, let it be done. Father, let it be done. Let it be known and let it be experienced by us. All the glory, all the honor, all the praise to you. Most holy, holy, faithful God. Oh, we worship you. 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 You're so good. So good. Bless your name. Bless your name. Praise God. Hallelujah. You have a seat right there so you can praise God. Well, I'm glad I came to church tonight. Discussing him. Amen. And, and too many times we could fall into the trap. Even believers, saved people, heaven bound folks, uh, we get around and all we talk about is natural stuff. But not that it's all wrong or sinful or something. He wants to be in the conversation frequently. Frequently. When he comes to mind, bring him up. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, talk to people. Talk to them about what the Lord is doing. Yeah. And uh, one thing I can, another thing I can see is, and I say, I say I can see it, you understand? I mean, I perceive it, I, I know it, but not by natural means. Is the Lord wants to work in, and He has been tonight. This is a, this is a real good 
fixer-upper. He wants to work on our desires. We started the service with that prayer, you know, not uh, our, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Think about this. The will of God being done in earth, where? Well, here's where it is first. First, His will in here. I'm not going to have His will out here if I don't first have His will in here. That means He alters my desires. And He really can, and He has, and He wants to more. He wants to be the object of our desire. Not in theory, not just in song, not in principle, but in reality. We want Him. We seek after Him. Amen. You know, John chapter 15 and verse 7, Jesus said, uh, If my word abides in you, if you, I said it backwards, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it will be done by my Father in heaven. And so, and so, and so, no doubt, and sometimes we quickly go to the latter part and we say, the Lord will give us what we want. That's true. He said it. But notice there's a context. It doesn't mean that your desires aren't real, but are our desires influenced and shaped by abiding in Him and abiding in His Word? Absolutely. Absolutely. That means this. There are some things that I want or I desire. It's my will when I'm not abiding in Him and His Word. But when I abide in Him and in His Word, those things go away. Some individuals, even present, have desires and you don't want them. You wish you didn't have them because they're strong and they're not right and they hurt you or they hurt someone else and you think ah I wish I didn't want this but I do want this and that's that's your struggle that's called temptation temptation is connected to desire without a desire it can't even exist right but if we abide in him and his words abide in us our desires get fixed and things we used to want, we want no more. It is a constant and continual testimony that has happened throughout generation after generation after generation. People come to the Lord and many, many, many end up testifying, saying, the things I used to do, I don't want to do them anymore. The places I used to go, I have no desire to be there any longer. My desires have been changed. They've been altered. They've been rearranged by Him. And it really was the work of God. A while back, I was driving to one of these services. I was driving over the freeway. I was reflecting on the move of God 
reflecting on some of the things I had experienced in, in this house, our services. And I was delighted. And I was saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. But in my heart, I, I was asking the Lord about it. And I said, how can we keep it going? I didn't want, I didn't want, I don't, you know, I, in the ocean, I like waves. <laughs> in here, I just like high tide, you know, stay. In other words, I didn't want it. Woo, that was great. And now back in ankle deep water, you know, tide went out. And so I'm seeking the Lord. How can we maintain? How can we continue in your best, in your mighty move, your spirit? And if you've heard me tell this before, this will sound uh, familiar because I, I believe I shared it that night. I'm on my way to church, and that's how these services go. Uh, uh, I heard inside of me, the answer is in Genesis. So my immediate thought was, oh, cool. I'll read Genesis one of these days. <laughs> it was, I thought Genesis is big. There are a lot of chapters, and I thought the answers in Genesis, could you be a little more specific? But literally, I just thought, well, okay, I'll, I'll get to that. I just thought, well, I guess I need to go read Genesis. But it wasn't, but seconds later, immediately I knew. It wasn't the whole book of Genesis. Immediately, immediately I knew it was the first part. And it was how God, remember he created the world, and then he planted a, he planted a garden and put his creation in it. So that was his design. God likes gardens. But immediately, I, I, immediately what I saw, and I just, I just knew, I don't mean I heard an audible voice or anything like that, but I knew that the answer I was seeking was connected to God walking with his man. Remember, he walked without him in the cool of the day. It was in spending time with him in that way. And it, it, but it, he showed it to me that way in the garden and I knew it was that relationship that fellowship, that time spent with him in that place I, I went from there immediately my mind's going, you know how you, you start at least I do I start connecting the dots and I had read after different individuals and heard some personally of people who had been in heaven and and they would say things like there are gardens there and they were designed for the Lord to have meetings with you that you would go to a sometimes he I guess I mean I can't prove all that scripturally but I can in a vague way but some, he would create gardens and they were designed for specific people for meetings with the Lord so it seems like in eternity We'll have times we're doing our thing, whatever we're doing, all you know, and, and then we'll we'll go to our garden and have a have a talk with Jesus. Because he designed it for that reason. And when I heard that from people, I'm you know, of course I go back to scripture. Well, is that scriptural? But that's the way he started this planet. And I think, well, that makes sense. I can't remember what happened. And that's how he answered me before before I got down to you know to rationalize all that out. He, this is how you keep things going spend time with him. You have your garden time. What happens if you have good garden time? The snake will come in and try to take it away. 
the devil will try to get get you uh, ousted from there. Mm-hmm. Same way he works today. He wants to interrupt and distract and get our attention and focus onto something else so we can no longer have that special place, that time with the Lord. Because that is what fuels everything else. And I venture to say, if anyone has ever, you know, kind of gotten cold spiritually or backslidden or something like that, I bet you can look back and say that was one of the first things that dropped off. Your garden went out the window. (laughs) And you no longer spent that time with the Lord. In that place, our desires go, and they start being aligned with Him. And then we want what He wants. Now we're trying to want what he wants. Not I'm saying, oh, Lord, I really want that. I want you, but I really don't. You spend time with him, and you start to see things the way they really are. You see what's valuable and what doesn't matter at all. And you know how when you're away from God, what doesn't really matter at all takes huge importance. And we live for it, and we work for it, and we do. We spend all of our lives running after it and trying to get it, and we spend time with him, and you go, what world was I thinking? And so he wants to work with our desires. He's got some desires that are messed up. What we did tonight, that helps. Helps tremendously. You remember Colossians, the book of Colossians chapter 3, and, uh, and, and the second, first verse, second verse, you know, set your mind, it says, verse 2, what does the first verse say? The first verse? That's the second verse. I could read it, but what, but the second verse does say to set your mind, or some translations say your affection, on things above. Set it. Set your mind. That means that I have the ability to direct my thoughts, my emotions toward Him. And I'm told to do it. What happens if I do that, if I fix them, if I set them on Him? Well, let me ask you, if, uh, if you're ever tempted to, to eat too much, I can relate. If I put a donut here, a nice glazed donut with warm, And I just sit here looking at that thing. I'm making life really difficult. You know, I mean, if, if my if my commitment is to to not to not want that, you know, how, you know how some people say, I just really want to be in shape. Well, I do too, but the problem is I also want that donut. <laughs> See, I want both. <laughs> what do I need? What do I need to? What do I need to do? Well. Whatever I want more is going to win out. But if I stare at that constantly, my desire for that is not going to go away. It's going to increase. And then I'm likely going to follow through on that. And so when I set my attention, set my mind, my, my, my affection on Him, what's going to happen? My desires are going to be for Him. My desires are going to leave this present world. In other words, they're being shaped in that place. How many know? I ask whatever I want and I get it. 
that. Say, well, if, you, if you're doing that, do you ever want things that are natural? Sure. I can get whatever I want, but my, my, my main, main focus, my desire is all Him. Amen. I'm not going to preach tonight, so uh, just wanted to share that with you. Uh, but I do think this, that one of the most powerful back up because when, while we were on, on our knees I knew this as well what the Lord wants to do His will on earth in these last days what the Lord wants to do requires a people that want what He wants to do it requires a people that will take the time wait on him to let their will be altered to let their desires be changed it requires that there will be those among us in among the body of Christ in the last days that will not carry the fire necessary to accomplish his great plan and there will be others who will they will take the time can I tell you what else What else I knew? I don't mean I heard an audible voice, but I, I knew this on the inside. The Lord said, you be that group. He said that to us. You be that group. You be those people who will wait on me, who will take that time, who will set your gaze, your fix your attention, who will walk with him.
as it is in heaven. Your will be done on earth, in this house, in our lives, all over the world, on earth, as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you for it. We say thus and so it shall be. And we shall experience greater levels of your glory. We shall walk in the flow as we walk with the one that we know. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Oh, the Lord is good. Let's go ahead and we'll receive our tithes and offerings tonight before we're dismissed. And uh, thank God for uh, tithes and offerings. Amen. See, uh, when you're a preacher and people constantly get up when you're talking, you have to adjust in your mind. I know they're all going to get their kids. There's only a couple of them. <laughs> if you brought your tithes and offerings with today. Let's go ahead and get those ready. If you're giving in the, the physical container. Father, we bring our tithes and offerings to you now. We call the giver and the gift blessed and increased and multiplied. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you tonight. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Tricia, come forth. We're going to pray for one person while we're receiving the offering and and uh, uh, I thought my wife said, don't forget. I said, I won't. She said, do you need to be reminded again? I said, yes. <laughs> and so we're going to pray for Trisha. Where are you going? Nicaragua. And uh, you're going to be uh, shaking and baking and blowing and ministering to people there. Anything else? Awesome. Her sister, she's doing an MC for her sister. She's doing a big conference. She's going to be ministering to the kids. And praise God. Amen. That's all. If, if the offering bucket went past you, go ahead and stand up. If not, just hold on for a second. And uh, reach your hands out towards Trisha. And we'll believe God. Amy, come up here and, and lay your hands on her with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. There we go. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, your mighty power. Thank you for working in her and through her in and through mightily mightily power flowing through her through her hands thank you lord for miracles 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 flowing through her hands fill her mouth with words of wisdom words of knowledge thank you lord for the gifts thank you lord for a mighty flow and you protect her and you provide and you guide in everything she does Jesus' name, may there be fruit that remains. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Bless you. Praise God. Well, God is good. You can be dismissed. Have an awesome night. We'll see you on Sunday. Bring Frank with you. <laughs>